Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, You can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now. Hello, America, and welcome to a new edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News, where today we're going to light things up. Very important guests. We're going to have an honest conversation about race, race baiting, fear mongering in America. Who better to have that conversation with than Alveda King, the great niece of the Martin Luther King Jr., and of course, a great pro life activist and an evangelist herself, somebody who has spent her life trying to make the world better and has some very personal experiences about abortion, about racial animus, about fear-mongering. Can't wait to have that conversation with her. And then right after that, we're going to bring on the Pennsylvania state senator who made shockwaves across the country yesterday by announcing he wants to start impeachment proceedings against the Philadelphia district attorney, the liberal George Soros-funded district attorney in Philadelphia, whose change in policies, going soft on crime, bail reform, are being blamed by people across the political spectrum, Democrat to Republican, for the enormous violent crime wave that has racked the great city of brotherly love. Philadelphia is an amazing city. It's where our founding fathers gave birth to the Constitution, to this great country, to the Declaration, and it is under siege by a crime wave of epic and unseen proportions. We're going to talk to Senator Jake Gorman about that. He's the man that wants to impeach the district attorney, forcibly remove him, and put someone in who's more dedicated to enforcing the law. Now, with two great guests like that, there's no other reason to be talking. Let's go do a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to start off with Alveda King. Very excited to have her here in just a few seconds, right after this commercial message. Folks, Field of Greens is the healthiest thing I do every day, and I want you on this journey with me. Why? It's literally one scoop a day. It tastes great. I love the fruit flavors particularly, and it's completely improved my life and my health. This is nutrition the way nature intended. When I began taking a hard look at why I wasn't feeling good and why I felt unhealthy, why I was gaining weight, why I was losing energy, it wasn't just because I had hit my 50s. No, it was because I wasn't getting the right amount of fruit and vegetables in my diet. And listen, I'm just too busy to go to the store, clean up the vegetables, cook uh, uh, vegetable dinners, and make sure I hit the fruit. A field of greens stepped in. One scoop of powder in my drink or on my eggs in the morning, and boom, I was off and feeling better. And suddenly, I was losing weight. I was sleeping better. My metabolism went up. My blood sugar went down. My cholesterol went down, and my weight went down. And my doctor said, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it doing. You know what that is? 
It's Field of Greens. That's what I've been doing. Field of Greens is radically different. Each organic fruit and vegetable was medically chosen to support heart and vital organ health. I trust Field of Greens to keep me healthy. I promise you, you're going to love this product. But if for any reason you don't, they'll give you 100% money back guarantee. Now, you're going to get 15% off your first order plus free rush shipping because of the incredible partnership we have here at Just the News with Brick house nutrition and of course field of greens all you got to do to take advantage of this offer visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code just news that's promo code just news at fieldofgreens.com don't wait go to fieldofgreens.com today use the promo code just news for 15 percent off hey folks it's john solomon here today i want to shine a light on amac an organization who's dedicated to america's seniors but is vital for conservatives of all ages amac stands out by not only advocating for senior issues, but also by pushing for conservative values that affect us all. By joining, you're not just supporting our senior citizens, you're part of a movement defending the freedoms that made this country great and to ensure that we secure our nation's future. Plus, membership brings you exclusive benefits like discounts on travel, dining, and entertainment, and of course, special insurance rates, one of the things I like. Regardless of your age, if you're driven to preserve freedom, AMAC welcomes you. This is about uniting youthful vigor with the wisdom of experience and our quest to keep this country great. Sign up now for amac.us slash justnews. And for a limited time, you get a free gift membership for someone else who shares your love for our great nation. Don't miss out on this chance to make a difference from AMAC. Join today at amac.us slash justnews. That's amac.us slash justnews. And extend the invitation to a friend or family member for free. What a great opportunity. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. As promised, a very special guest. She is an evangelist. She's the founder of Speak for Life, and she's the niece of the great Martin Luther King. Joining me right now, Alveda King. How are you, Alveda? I'm just wonderful, and hello to you and your listeners, John. It's great that we connect. It is. It's such an honor. You know, I've been, this speech that Joe Biden gave last week in Georgia has not gotten out of my head. And every politician has a moment in their life where they they say something and it sticks around for a while. When you look at the words he said, if you don't agree with the way I want to do voting, you're a racist. What went through your mind when he said those words? God's people honestly perish for lack of knowledge. And other people, if, if God's people are perishing for lack of knowledge, then everybody's in trouble. Now, Voting is important. Sure. I agree I that agree. voting is important. I'm at the America First Policy Institute as chairman of the Center for American Dream. Ken Blackwell, the same thing over at voter integrity with yes. AFTI, says vote. It should be easy to vote and hard to cheat. Yeah. And that was a Carter Baker initiative back around the turn of the century, I guess. Right. Yeah, 2005. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And so it said all the kind of things that you'll hear us say. You do need voter ID because we tell somebody they don't don't need an ID. They don't count. Right. They may as well just mark an X on a ballot. So we need the ID and sensible voting. So Biden is doing stirring the race card, race baiting, playing the race card, trying to stir up emotions. And I wrote a piece today, yesterday, it came out yesterday and today saying that Martin Luther King Jr. was a prophet and a preacher before he was a civil rights leader. And you have to put all of that together and represent human dignity from the womb to the tomb. Now, that's not what Biden's doing and President Biden and Vice President Harris, they're not. Nancy Pelosi and all of them, they're stirring up emotions to get their way. 
It's like having temper tantrums when you're in the highest seats in this office. You know, there was something you said the other day, also resident, you mentioned that your uncle was never pessimistic and he faced far more difficult things than anything we face in society today. But uh, he always remained optimism. And it seems like the Democratic Party of today, unlike prior decades, seems to always be negative. It's always looking for something in America to blame. How do they get into that rut? Do, you know, be afraid, be very afraid. And if this doesn't happen, if you don't do this, the sky is falling, like Chicken Little or somebody. Exactly. So, you know, Martin Luther King Jr., you, this is a quote that you rarely hear. He said, if I knew the world was going to fall apart tomorrow, I would still plant my apple tree today. Wow. He really said what that. What a powerful so, word. You know, you, yeah, you've got a glass, and, and midway the, there's water. It, yeah. it stops. So is it half full or half empty? He saw hope. He was a man of faith, hope, and love. And he, of course, believed in appropriate voting and legislation and the laws. But he said the law can't make you love me, but it can keep you from lynching me. So he understood that. But he still taught love, faith, hope, love. And that's what people are missing. They're missing the preacher and the prophet. And people ask me about my own family because we can have different views. But I'm 12 years older than Martin and Coretta's youngest child, Bernice. Right. I got to sit in the pews and hear the sermons as well as see the marches on the television. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah. You have that experience, there's no doubt about it. There was a weird moment that came back. It's actually something Joe Biden said a long time ago, but I think after the Georgia speech, it came back, and it was sort of comparing the assassination of your uncle and the killing of George Floyd and trying to do some math on it. How did that strike you as as one of MLK's great loved ones? Well, the fact that we're given social media there may have been more media hits than all of that with George Floyd. We get right. that. Right. But the world still remembers Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., who preached the gospel of Jesus Christ. So the continuity comes not from the injustice at the moment and the fame that you get on Twitter or social media, but that you try to be like Jesus. Of course, Uncle ML failed. Nobody can be like Jesus. Right. Jesus is perfect. But we try. And he did his best to try to have human dignity from the womb to the tomb. He performed weddings, of course, and funerals. He encouraged people to be married and raise their children and have their babies. So he was that kind of a person. And that's not the MLK that you will hear about in today's media. Yeah. Isn't that funny? That that entire side of him has been shunted down and shrunken because I guess we don't talk about faith very often in no, the media. It's it's, no. it's it's terrible. Another thing we don't talk enough about, life. And you have created this wonderful group, Speak for Life. What motivated you to do that and what is its mission going forward? Well, my daddy, A.D. King, Reverend A.D. King, yes. said some people care more about making a living than making a life. And that says quite a bit. He would preach that in his sermons, Daddy King says that uh, we have to really serve others. So when we take life from the womb to the tomb, the baby in the womb, all the way into its natural progression. So Daddy King in 1950, my mom, dad and mom were in college. Mother became pregnant. They were engaged. She wanted to go to Planned Parenthood. Birth Control League was becoming Planned Parenthood, passing out information. And so we can help you. They never offered abortions until legally till 73, but they had other tactics. Granddaddy told my mama, he said, listen, 
You can't abort that baby. She's a girl. I saw her in a dream three years ago. She has bright skin and bright red hair. She's going to bless many people. I call it a prophetic ultrasound. <laughs> right. So all she says later, I went through uh, women's rights. I had abortions myself and a miscarriage by damage from abortion. All of that. 83, somewhere between 83 and 84, I accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Wow. And I began to ask this question. I say, a woman has a right to choose what she does with her body. The baby's not her body. Where's the lawyer for the baby? How can the dream survive if we murder our children? And so any doctor who is honest would say, if a pregnant lady comes to see him or her, there's two patients, not one patient. So the Hippocratic Oath, of course, is no longer mandatory. It used to be. So you would promise not to take lives. Do no harm do no harm but they would know they knew it the baby was a person so they didn't have people saying it anymore so i think i was born to have a transformation in my own heart my spirit soul and body lining up with the word of god and becoming one who speaks for life so i speak for life and i invite others to speak for life i'm also cooking on fox nation i saw that congratulations yeah yeah and we have good conversation with no indigestion okay <laughs> i like that tagline that's a winner that's mm-hmm. great I, well last time we had you on it was right after the mississippi supreme court hearings on the abortion case oh, there was yeah, another yeah. development that's happened obviously the uh, federal courts have now sent the texas law back to the texas supreme court what should we be watching for in the texas case continue to watch that they stand firm they hold firm and that that case is not picked apart. And then we want to see other cases mirrored across the nation so that some precedents are set. And, it, and that, that's one good advantage to having so many sane pro-life uh, kind of justices in different uh, states across the country, you see. Yeah. So you so, would like to see this pattern repeated. Keep, keep fighting yes, state by state, right? Yes. But, you know, I was one of the authors of the Martin Luther King Holiday Bill right. along with Jose Williams in Georgia. Uh, so I was there from the 70s to the 80s, and we wow. fought very hard. And that was a state-by-state decision. It sure was. Before it became federal. So let's hold firm and keep going. Yeah. Oh, you didn't ask me about critical race theory, but please let me say I was. It's, it was my next question. You took the words let, out let of my me, mouth. <laughs> let me absolutely do that. There is a critical race. It's called the human race. One blood. There are no separate human races, no white race, red race, black race, yellow race. In the name of critical race theory, Charles Darwin and and then Margaret Sanger, who is also a Marxist and a socialist, they said there's a superior race, it's the Aryan race, with the blonde hair, blue eyes, and light, fair skin. No, there's one human race. That needs to actually be taught who came up with the thought of survival of the city and tried to make one group, one ethnic group, because, you know, our skin color denotes ethnicity, not race. Right. So if we could get that truth told, it's okay to have it in the textbooks and say critical race theory was a very divisive uh, issue that came up uh, with Charles Darwin and Margaret Sanger and all of them thinking they were superior because of skin color. And that's, that's right. not true. Biology says that we are all one race. All one that's race. That's what needs to be in the textbook. That actually needs to be in there. Teach why critical race theory is bad. To just say, we're not going to teach critical race theory. And then everybody says, you're a racist. No, we're not going to teach it because it's Marxist, socialist, and it's not true scientifically nor spiritually. Yeah. We need to teach why it's bad because it is bad. 
And that's our moment ahead of us. I know we only have a minute left. I just want to ask you this. All the people who are talking about critical race, say all these things, they say they want to help. But right now in our cities, we're seeing crime waves of epic proportions because of changes in policies by prosecutors. How big a crisis for the human race, African-Americans, whites in cities uh, with this crime wave? Support our military, support our police officers, support our instant responders. And to a lawless nation, it will fall. It just will. So bring God back. He's here anyway, but bring him back into the center of our hearts and act accordingly. Back in the public square. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Alveda, it is always a joy to have you on this show. I thank you. I know how busy you are, and I want to thank you. I know you got a big weekend coming up with the march, right? Absolutely. On the way now. Absolutely. Uh, well, you have safe travels, and we'll watch your great work here in Washington. Thank you. God bless you. God bless Take care. Bye. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, Senator Jake Corman, the state senator from Pennsylvania, made huge waves yesterday, starting the process of trying to impeach the Philadelphia district attorney for not enforcing the law, allowing a crime wave to ravage the city of Philadelphia. Historic stuff going on. Senator Corman, he's going to be here to join us next, right after this commercial break. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out. Higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation, and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold, and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it, with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friend, who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group. Text Just News to 989898 right now. 
All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. As promised, a very special guest who yesterday made some huge waves, not only in Pennsylvania, but all across the country, because so many people are worried about these new age prosecutors who are letting criminals off way too easy. Joining me right now is Pennsylvania State Senator Jake Corman, a candidate for governor in Pennsylvania. Senator, welcome to the show. Thank you. Great to be on. Good to be with you. It is an honor to have you on. A lot of people are talking about the letter yesterday and your announcement yesterday, you believe it's time to impeach the Soros-backed Philly District Attorney. Tell me what the reaction has been like and what, what's driving you, what, what makes you so concerned about his conduct? Well, look, I mean, um, you know, we have a crisis in Philadelphia. Uh, that's, that's what's driving all this. We have a crisis of crime in the city of Philadelphia. We broke all sorts of records dealing with homicides yeah. in 2021. We're off to a bad start in 2022. They've already had, you know, already in the month of January, 100 carjackings in the city. So you, wow. he's created a culture of crime, a culture of death, uh, where, you know, a grandma was reported that grandmother uh, was talking about how she has to teach her grandchildren how to drop, roll and stay down when they hear gunshots. Mm. You know, this isn't Afghanistan, right? This isn't you know, Iraq. Uh, this is Pennsylvania. Uh, and we shouldn't, you know, we shouldn't have to teach our children how to avoid gunfire in the streets. Uh, you know, this district attorney has, you know, has not acknowledged that he has a problem says there is no problem in Philadelphia. Uh, the former mayor, uh, Michael Nutter, an African-American, uh, really took him to task, uh, said there's no, nothing screams more of white privilege uh, than the district attorney who's ignoring the fact uh, that, as Michael Nutter put it, you know, a bunch of uh, black and brown children are being killed every yeah. day, uh, and he's doing nothing about it. Uh, you know, he's had uh, almost two-thirds of, his, of the lawyers who worked in the DA's office leave uh, over his tenure, uh, which just speaks volumes. Um, and, uh, you know, and it's, it's just a culture of crime. And, and you know, Commonwealth, the city of Philadelphia is in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Uh, as, a, as a leader of the state government, uh, I think it's our job uh, to, when you have these extreme situations, uh, to, to start an inquiry. Uh, is this person's policies detrimental to the health and, and, and livelihood of, of people of Pennsylvania? Because it's not contained just to Philadelphia. I mean, obviously, it, this crime will... will, will will migrate out in the suburbs as well. Yeah, it's not just right. people who live in Philadelphia. You know, we obviously have people who work in Philadelphia. Tourism is an enormous part of, of Pennsylvania and of Philadelphia. Uh, it's a great city. Uh, and, this, and those residents deserve to be protected uh, as members of the Commonwealth, the citizens of the Commonwealth. So um, as a state, you know, in Pennsylvania, our elected officials, um, you know, ultimately can be reviewed and impeached. Uh, much like you saw at the federal level, right? And um, that's how we would remove. And and look, this is some. We, I don't take you know just sort of whimsy. I mean, this is a significant issue, um, uh, and impeachment is a significant issue, and it's a public process as it should be. Uh, you know, it's just like you saw in the house in, in, in the federal level. You know, the House representatives would have to file articles of impeachment. They'd have to hold hearings. They'd have to ultimately have to final vote, and then if successful, it would come to the Senate for a trial. And then it would take two thirds vote to ultimately remove uh, a district attorney. But I think uh, this crisis has reached the level that even though the voters just reelected him, uh, that the citizens are in such risk in the city of Philadelphia that uh, we need to take this review on. And that's why I sent a letter yesterday asking the House of Representatives uh, to begin the process. Yeah. Um, and then ultimately it has to be bipartisan because if it, it takes a two-thirds vote right. of the Senate. And, um, you know, and so the Democrats will just have to make a decision are they more worried about the progressive movement of their party or are they more worried about the citizens they represent health and livelihoods in the city of Philadelphia? So um, I'm open. I, I think it's a, a important discussion to have. And, uh, you know, I think the house should begin the process. 
Yeah, it's an amazing thing. Now, you haven't heard back from the House yet. It's probably too soon. But uh, what do you think a potential no, I spoke time to, to Republic, I spoke to both Republican and Democrat House members, right. from the, particularly that part of the state, and they agree with my assessment and are looking forward to moving forward. So Fantastic. I haven't heard officially when or if they're going to do it, but uh, I do believe that articles of impeachment will be filed before too long. Wow, that's a big moment. And uh, it could be a model for other cities because what's happening in Philadelphia is happening in Chicago and in Los Angeles and many other cities. Um, this could be this could be a remarkable moment. The the I want to switch to another area of crime that you've been really vocal on and, and highlighting, and that is there is not only illegal entry into the country, but there's now the illegal disbursement of uh, illegal migrants into places like Pennsylvania. You recently penned a letter to Governor Tom Wolf asking him to be transparent. Tell us where the U.S. government is and you are moving these illegal migrants. Have you gotten any response back from the governor? Well, not much. Um, look, we were, what they are has been referred to as ghost flights, right? They were coming in in the middle of the night. They're coming right. in on Christmas Day, and they were flying into different airports in Pennsylvania full of um, immigrant children, mostly, if I'm told. And so the only way we found out about it was sort of local reporting, local individuals recording these people getting off the, the plane under the bus. Uh, and so there was no idea of what, you know, who these people were, where they came from, and where they were going. Uh, you know, it might be a good policy. I don't know. But the problem is they didn't tell us. They didn't tell anybody. Right. And when we reached out to the governor, the governor said it was, you know, a federal issue that Joe Biden, you know, did an executive order that, you know, that states couldn't stop this. Uh, but still, they need to be transparent about it. Because obviously, if they're staying in Pennsylvania, I don't know that they are. I'm told a lot of them are being shipped into New York. Right. Uh, you know, that's obviously cost to our community. That's cost to, you know, our education environment. It's cost to social services. Right. Uh, so who's going to yeah. afford that cost? Is the federal government reimbursing the state for that cost? Um, you know, are these are these uh, individuals vaccinated? Are these individuals tested? You know, you know, for COVID, whatever. So it's, it's not that necessarily the policy is wrong because I don't know what the policy is. Right. Uh, they haven't been transparent, and so we've asked the Secretary of Health and Human Services in Washington D.C. to to give us a more transparent how many of these flights are coming in. You know, uh, are they still coming in? Where are these people ultimately uh, residing? Uh, and let us know what the policy is so we can then make a decision through our representation, through Congress or U.S. Senate, to say if we want to change this decision or not. Yeah, and, and transparency has always been at the core of our government, but it seems to get harder and harder to get answers, particularly from the federal yeah. government. It's it's a real challenge. Is there anything the legislature could do? Could there is there any uh, rider to a budget bill or to uh, legislation that could uh, certainly the governor probably knows more because obviously there's got to be communication between the federal government and the governor. Anything more that you as a legislator, Senator, could do to force that well, transparency? I mean, have, I mean, I don't know the answer to that because I don't know what their policy is. Yeah, uh, that's it, the problem, Maybe right? it's a federal mandate that through Joe Biden's executive order yeah. uh, that this has to happen. I mean, it just goes to show you the disastrous policy, his immigration policy that's created yeah. the crisis at the border, that they had to alleviate the border. And, and send these individuals across the country. I mean, I'm yeah. sure not Pennsylvania is not the only state that this is happening. Right. So I can't tell you what I can fix until I know what the policy is. Right. And that's uh, a great point. And certainly that's that's all at this point we're trying to obtain is what's going on. You know, instead of having people filming people out at the airport in the middle of the night and then drawing their own conclusions on the Internet. I want you to just come forward, tell us what you're doing so we can then assess it and then make decisions on how to move forward best way possible. Very common sense thing. It would seem to be the right way to do it.
elections. Obviously, there's a large number of Americans and going back to 2016, Democrats in 2016, Republicans in 2020 that have had concerns about the way the elections have been conducted. Questions. Do you feel that uh, Pennsylvania has all the answers it needs for what went on in the 2020 election and it has all the right rules and laws in place going forward? Uh, I do not. Look, there's two cornerstones to democracy. First is everyone's accessibility to vote. And the second is everyone's belief in the results of the vote. Right. Because if you don't believe in the integrity of the results, you said how the Democrats did in 2016, you have to have the ability to effectuate change at the ballot box. You know, we've had wave elections in 2006. The Democrats had a wave election where they won all the races in right. 2010. You know, when a reaction to Obamacare, the Republicans had a wave election. They effectuated change, right? They didn't like the policies of the federal government, and they effectuated, effectuated change through their vote. If you don't believe you can effectuate change at the ballot box because you believe it's somehow rigged, then you're going to try to effectuate change in a much more negative way, maybe, yeah. you know, maybe a violent way. Right. And so we need to avoid that by making sure no matter who wins elections, and Republicans will win sometimes, and Democrats will win sometimes, but you know, that we all believe in the integrity of the result. What we saw in 2020 was Pennsylvania's Department of State acting in a, you know, who oversees the elections, a right. very partisan way, in a way that uh, took away a lot of the security measures. You know, created drop boxes for the first time and never you know, were created before. They you know, took away uh, signature verification. They took away uh, monitors of, of the election day process. Right. So they created all these measures that, that are put in place for security so that people do believe in the results. And so now you've allowed, you know, the Democrats sort of always give me grief about conspiracies. Right. You know, and right. say, well, you created these conspiracies by, by taking away all the security yeah. measures. So we're doing an investigation into the 2020 election uh, here in the Senate. Um, you know, the Democrats are fighting me very hard. The attorney general has sued me. The governor has sued me. Right. Uh, trying to stop us from getting this information, which my reaction is, well, if you're not hiding anything, why are you fighting so hard to stop me? So our job is to get to the bottom of what happened, uh, have a complete understanding, and then put policies in place moving forward uh, that, that restores integrity to the process. And yeah. that's all we're trying to accomplish. And uh, why they're, you know, if there's nothing there. Why would you fight me to stop me from doing it? Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we we're just wasting our times. But I believe that it's the responsibility of the legislature uh, to make sure that everyone, whether you're Republican or Democrat, independent alike, has faith in the process. And right now we don't have that. And it's our job to try to restore it. It's really noticeable. Now, last week in Wisconsin, there was a ruling by a judge that uh, said there was no basis in state law that would have allowed for the drop boxes that were distributed in that state. Your legislator, obviously, the legislature has always been empowered by the Constitution to set the rules of election state. Do you believe there was a legal authority to distribute those drop boxes in Pennsylvania in 2020? I do not. We, we never passed them statutorily. Uh, the Secretary of State did through her interpretation of the law and the right. Democrat Supreme Court backed her up. I'm not saying the drop boxes necessarily are a bad idea, but you have to, I mean, I don't think they're necessary, but even if you do believe they're necessary, you do it through a statutory process, right. which adds regulation to it, adds security to it. You know, you want to monitor it, you want to have cameras so that people can't uh, canvas votes and put in, you know, votes uh, more than their own. Uh, you know, our governor voted illegally last last He primary. did. He uh, had his, uh, yeah, his ballot yeah, harvested. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. His wife voted for him. Right. And now he admits that and said it was a mistake. And I right. get it. But, but that's just the point. You're not allowed to do that. And these drop boxes afford people the ability to do it. We have on camera in Lackawanna County, the Scranton area of someone putting in multiple ballots. Yeah. Again, that's illegal. But because this never went through any statutory process, 
there's no regulations to it, and therefore it's the wild, wild west. Yeah. And it's just wrong. Uh, this has never been passed. I thought it was a wrong interpretation by the Secretary of State at the time. It was consistent with what she was trying to accomplish, uh, which was to tilt the scales uh, in the Democrats' favor last election. And I thought it was wrong for the Supreme Court to back her up on her interpretation. Could you imagine the state legislature going to the United States Supreme Court saying, our, our Supreme Court, our governor won't allow us to exercise the powers that the Constitution gave us? Is there any federal tort that a, a state legislature could bring to the United States Supreme Court on issues like this? We have tried yeah. uh, on numerous occasions. Um, you know, in the last election, our Supreme Court allowed counties to count ballots differently. Right. Absentee ballots. Uh, they allowed one county to say, you don't need a, a, a date on your absentee ballot when the law clearly says you need to sign it and date it. Uh, but one county decided because it changed the result of a state Senate election, uh, that they would count the ballots that were un, uh, undated. Wow. Where 60 of the 67 counties didn't allow it. So in the statewide election, you had counties counting ballots differently. Right. Um, that's just wrong. And but we've tried to get into federal court on these issues and to date, we've been unsuccessful yeah. for whatever reason. The federal courts just have not helped us out. Yeah, it's been a re- remarkable trend. A lot of people remark on it. Finally, I know you're talking about running for governor. What's driving you to do that? And what uh, vision do you have for Pennsylvania? Well, look, I, you know, I have a, I have a vision to protect people's um, uh, freedoms, uh, to create opportunities, uh, both in the area of education and in uh, employment, uh, because you need a good economy. If you're going to you know, if you're going to fund your education, if you're going to fund social services, you're going to fund environmental protection, you need a good economy. And you just do. I mean, that's what drives you know, all our successes. And so, you know, we've, uh, or as a state that, that was built on natural resources such as coal and oil, uh, steel uh, as well. Uh, and we still have the opportunity to, to do that with natural gas. And that can really bring industry back to Pennsylvania, which could create jobs, uh, which can rebuild communities. And so, uh, between that and the, the issue that we talked at the top, uh, you know, protecting our streets by supporting our men and women in uniform, uh, protecting the blue, uh, you know, that's my vision for Pennsylvania is to make sure that, you know, we you know, we protect our freedoms, which we which were trampled on over the last two years during COVID, creating opportunity and protecting our communities. Yeah, those are good. And how can people stay in touch with what you're doing? Follow your campaign if they're interested. Yeah, um, you know, a lot of this stuff we talked about today is official, and so that's SenatorJCorman.com, and they can follow me there. That's a pretty easy thing to remember. Senator, thank you so much. All the issues that you're raising are really issues that even transcend Pennsylvania. There are many other communities like your state grappling with them, and it's good to see somebody out front helping to uh, bring a light to them and try to create some solutions. It's a real honor to have you on the show. All right. Thank you. Enjoyed it. Uh, Might as well. Thank you, sir. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we'll wrap things up for the day. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad free top podcasts included with your prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free 
or go to amazon.com slash ad free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon reports, the podcast from just the news. Couple quick things I want to point out to you. If you get a chance, go over to Just the News today. My good colleague, Greg Piper, who we've had on the show before, really an outstanding reporter. He finds stories that others don't have. He brings them to life in a fair, balanced, factual way. And he always puts all of his reporting materials, his notebook, as we all do here, on the dig in tools. So you can look at it. You don't have to trust us. You can have your own word for it. Just check out what he wrote today. He found some new important research from a respected peer-reviewed journal that suggests that COVID was less deadly than first thought in the first year of the pandemic. A lot of people are beginning to go back and realize we may have had the fear level wrong, the response level wrong. Hey, it's a serious disease. There's no doubt that the uh, shots and vaccines have made the fight against it better, but we may have miscalculated. And if you start with bad data, you often end up with bad solutions. Check out what Greg Piper wrote today. Very, very important, powerful story. Irrefutable uh, new study out there that has a lot of people talking. All right, one last thing before you go, because this is important to me personally. People ask me all the time, what can I do, John, to support you, Just the News, John Solomon reports, the new TV show. And I've got a good answer for that. This is important. We have amazing sponsors and advertisers for this show, for Just the News, for all the things we do, the video department of Just the News, which is doing more and more video. We're soon going to have a new TV show launching January 31st on Real America's Voice called News, Not Noise. I'll be the host with Amanda Head, who's a great journalist with Real America's Voice. So people ask and say, well, what can I do? Well, support those advertisers. Not only because they support us, but because they have amazing products and amazing services. And one of those companies that you can do, Wild Alaska, and these guys are my favorite. Aaron Kallenberger and his family have built this extraordinary company built on a long line of Alaskan commercial fishermen. And they know how to get the highest quality, sustainably sourced seafood right to your plate. I know this because it's in my freezer all the time. I love the Wild Alaskan product line. I gave it away as Christmas gifts to other people, starting subscriptions for them. It is an amazing company, amazing seafood. Yep, you got Pacific halibut. You got all the different salmon, sockeye salmon being my personal favorite. You've got cod, you've got prawns, uh, shrimp prawns are amazing. And it comes sealed, frozen, perfect. You open it up, you put it on the grill. You have a gourmet seafood restaurant experience on your back porch or on your kitchen table in the winter. And right now, fans of Just the News, John Solomon reports, listeners here, you can get $15 off your first box of wild-caught seafood. And how do you do that? It's really simple. Go to wildalaskancompany.com. Let me give you that again. wildalaskancompany.com slash justnews. That link will give you automatic $15 off your first box. What a great savings. Get on their plan. Seafood's healthy, right? It's great. I need it. I want to lose weight. I want to be better in 2022. It's healthy. It's perfectly portioned. It is unbelievably tasty because they capture it and freeze it at the right moment when it's still sustainably sourced and fresh. It is an amazing group. Aaron Kallenberger, we had him on the show once. Amazing family, amazing company. You want to 
do something for yourself, get some healthy source of protein and omega-3s, have a tasty dinner, something that's literally like four-star restaurant seafood quality. Well, just go to wildalaskancompany.com right now. Go to the slash just news, wildalaskancompany.com slash just news, 15 bucks off your first order. That is a deal. All right, folks, that wraps it up. I'm going to go cook some seafood. I just got hungry. We'll be back tomorrow with another great show. We've got some members of Congress coming on that I think are going to break some big news in the next couple of days. Looking forward to it. Until then, may God bless you. May God bless this extraordinary country of the United States. You've been listening to John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, You can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now.